Chapter 14 of our podcast is on. Today, Jeff receives the verdict on his mountain of traffic tickets. Julie introduces you to our first guests to France. And we're starting to wonder if they even have body shops for cars here. Welcome to Jeff and Julie move to France during a global pandemic. So I have an update on my health card situation. Oh, the carte vitale. Oh, the carte vitale. Because <laughs> you remember um, when we last spoke about it, I still had um, an incorrect name on the application form. And, and no fault of yours because you've you've never changed your name no. in your life. No. And, and at the beginning of the process, they had my name correctly and, and on and on and on. And then at the very end, they decided to m- give me your name instead. Well, well here's the strange thing. It's on your freaking passport. On everything. And they demand all of that information at the at the outset. So they they have there's a copy of Julie's passport. There's her name. Nope, we're going to go with this one instead. <laughs> I just So that's that's good news. I I still don't have it. Um, no, but at least it's now being processed as your, your name. The funniest thing, the funniest comment was, could you please let us know why you changed your name? Yeah, because you <laughs> changed it for me. <laughs> and I also have a social security number now, so I can get sick. Oh, you could get sick? Yes. So if you were to get sick and go to the hospital or the doctor, they would say, carte vitale, s'il vous plaît, and you would say... I uh, don't have one yet, but here's my social security number. And that would work. That would work. Okay. We still haven't, you know, I've got my uh, health card, uh, my card Vitale, but uh, unfortunately, I haven't been able to use it yet because unfortunately, I haven't been sick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's really positive isn't for that, you. Isn't yeah, that something? That's that, pretty cool. Once again, it's the lemonade maker. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if you... You know, because in a single-user healthcare system, or single-payer, sorry, uh, where the government's paying, uh, you either pay up front and get reimbursed, or they just do it automatically. And I'm not sure how it works here yet, so we'll have to try that out. I think you pay it and they reimburse. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. I really do, because we had to sign up. Because we have our Social Security numbers— we actually signed up online to uh, the to our accounts to our accounts, and in there it looks like you submit the bills that you paid, and then they reimburse your account. Correct. Okay. And as in Canada, it doesn't cover a bunch of things like probably den- dental work, eyes, eye checkups. It's very similar that yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so uh, that is in the works, and yeah. honestly, this is over the last week or so. You should be getting your card. I'm going to say within, I'm going to go out on a limb and say within the next 10 days, you've got your card. I'm going to say I'm that. I'm cautiously optimistic. I know. You should be cautious because everything takes time mm. here. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com slash Jeff and Julie move to France. Boy, are we getting uh, a pile of uh, uh, response to the to the Facebook page. I think, a lot, actually, I think a lot of people are living through the, the Facebook page and 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 not yet the the podcast now because huh. well because there's so many good pictures there hmm. of our adventure here in chapter twelve uh, we received hundreds and hundreds of likes and uh, that's, that's so cool people I'm, visiting I'm, I'm actually 
surprised. <laughs> and, you know, it's been a while since uh, we've gone through some of the comments. So I just thought, ah, you know what? I'm going to grab some comments from some of the past uh, chapters. And, great uh, idea. Yeah. And just because it's so great that you interact with us, we thought it'd be nice to uh, interact back with you. Ian Service from Chapter 9, which was our comparisons chapter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Julie needs to join Jeff next time he's booked on with our friends Humble and Fred and Toronto mike podcast sometime soon. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. All about Julie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so weird. This is uh, my, my former neighbor on, on when I was a kid on our block in Saskatoon, Karen. And uh, she uh, weighed in on your sad... Uh, chapter oh. 10 TT oh, episode, you know, about um, the little red car. Mm -hmm. Great episode. Poor Julie and the TT. And then there's a little sad <laughs> face. Uh, I love your descriptive storytelling. Also love the pictures that go along with the podcast. Thank you for my Friday night entertainment. <laughs> oh, that's great. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. Uh, Monica, who uh, used to work with me on the Red Green Show. Oh, I, I remember Monica. Who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> uh, so beautiful. I'm enjoying your podcast very much, Jeff and Julie, and which is really I, I did not even know that uh, Monica was um, was listening to the to the podcast. But uh, that's that's just great. Yeah, she was so much fun to work with on Red Green, and my buddy Danny, our friend Danny. Oh. I, yeah, you, yeah. you, you shared this one with me. <laughs> I have okay. to read this. This, All right. <laughs> this is from uh, oh. <laughs> Chapter 11, my, my driving record thing. Yes. So Danny, who was in our wedding party, so we go way back. And uh, you guys were born on the very same day. It's true. Same year. Same year, same day. I'm a little bit older, and he always reminds me of that. Uh, wiser, though. Uh, so Dan Danny writes, I just finished this episode. Hearing Julie talk about her safe driving record was funny. I have no reason to doubt her, mm -hmm. but I couldn't help to, but to be taken back to that morning when she drove us to Mir Mirabel Airport on our way to Barbados. We went to Barbados uh -huh. in February of 89, and you took us to the airport. It mm -hmm. was a horrible day. Do you it, remember that? It was, it was slushy, snowy. Yeah. Gray. Yeah, and, and, and we were in your little, uh, I seem to remember that white Subaru sedan, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. So he goes on, snowy, slushy roads, dark with a streaky windshield that either had no fluid or was too cold to melt at 120 kilometers an hour. <laughs> I learned that morning that Julie simply must look you in the eye when she speaks to you. He was in the back seat at the time. An impressive interaction skill, but no need while I was in the back seat as she boots it along the 40 like Lewis Hamilton. Julie, eyes on the road, eyes on the road. Uh, and then he, he starts talking to me. And you, Mr. Mario, I've never thought of you as a dangerous driver by any means, but let's just say heavy on the throttle, light on the brakes on any given trip best describes your road style. Your patience with other drivers is always worth an eyebrow raise, too. How do you stay so calm? Good luck in your quest for demerit reduction. Loving the podcast. Julie is the star. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know what? I Thanks, remember Dave. that trip. We had just started dating. That's true. And I think I was driving like a maniac because I was a little upset that I wasn't going on that trip. And that you were taking your friend instead. Oh, that's true. But I think it was arranged before. I think that whole thing was arranged mm -hmm. before. Or you couldn't get time off. Something. There was definitely a real reason why. Uh, well, you made it there safely. Yeah. So. Yes. 
So thank you. Is, is that the uh-huh. thank you in order? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, um, that's fine. Um, but it was uh, a pretty harrowing experience just getting to the air. I mean, flying to <laughs> Barbados was nothing compared to the trip to the airport, let me tell you. No, I, re- I remember that car ride like it was yesterday. Yeah, that I- was very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's quite a few hairstyles ago, isn't it? <laughs> And hair colors. <laughs> yes, and hair colors. Well, listen, uh, my friend Danny, you uh, you wished me good luck on my demerit reduction, and you brought me good luck because in the time that you sent this lovely uh, comment on our Facebook page, uh, between then and now, I have received... You com- have received. Complete exoneration of points from the Tribunal de Police d'Agen. Right. You had to pay. You're not exonerated. You're kind of guilty. But the good news is that they didn't take any points. Right. And and, and these, and, yes. And I think it's mm-hmm. because it wasn't a French driver's license. It was a foreign, a Canadian. Well, okay, but here's to shoot, not to shoot down your, your theory, but they had no problem taking the money from the foreign license plate. So why wouldn't they have had any problems giving the points to the... No, no, no. I, I, we fought a good, valiant effort. Uh, my lawyer and I, and we came out ahead on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to had cover to the costs. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Um, and and we'll just have to see whether the, whether or not that was the reason. I don't even care, actually, whether that was the reason or not. But I did send all this documentation to the lawyer because it's in French. And he assured me that all I have to do is pay these these. Oh, and I get oh, I get a twenty percent reduction for paying within thirty days. Within thirty days. So, and most of it was prepaid. See, that's the thing. Uh, this is where they get you when you fight, which uh, was worth it. I'm going to say, but when you fight the ticket, you prepay an amount, and then uh, at the end, you you pay the whatever whatever's left to pay. But you have to prepay. Yep. Amount so that that covers their their court costs and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. So that is settled. It's settled. But you still don't have your French driver's license. No, we don't have that. So, do you think that they'll have access to that information and deduct points from your new driver's license? I, I no, I, I can't. Why? No, because this is settled. I see. This is settled, and there's no points there. And if it and if it does well, then we go back to. Uh, our lawyer and say, because, you know, I've got it that he said that there's no points. I've got that email. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, I'm I'm calling this, uh-huh. this case. Closed. Closed. <laughs> that's what I'm calling this case. Next case, Your Honor. I'm that's glad what I'm that saying. all worked out. No, it, you know what? This was a heart attack for me. I know. Like not being able to drive. Right. You, uh, the, would have been, would have gone insane. Well, so would you. Because you've you've got enough on your plate already than having to drive you around everywhere. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have wouldn't have gone over well. But that's not how how it went. So no, and I have been very. You you've seen me driving lately. You're it's, much it's, better. I drive well, like didn't... I drive like Danny now. <laughs> you know? But you you don't you didn't know the rules of the road when when you first got here. No, and and we've we've learned them gradually, and we're passing those that we passed those on to you the last couple of uh, chapters. So mm-hmm. uh, no need to go over it again. But you you're, you learn things every day. There are some strange yielding uh, maneuvers that they insist on. Like you'll be driving down a long straight road, and all of a sudden some guy cuts right in front of you. Turns out he actually has the right of way, mm-hmm. but you have to, you know, those signs are in French, so. Mm. And I just want to say that since we've been here, I have not had any 
Oh, traffic tickets. Better touch wood on that yeah, one. That's true. Oh no. Oh, you see what you've done? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't tempt the gods. Yeah. Don't you dare. <laughs> um, so hey, listen, we uh, we're putting that to bed now. We we went to uh, Rockacore yesterday. We did. Wasn't that cool? Yeah. Well, your your mum is is with us right now. Yeah. And uh, having a lovely visit, and it's one of our what was one of our planned outings. Uh, it's a, a busty town, very small. Very cute, and on Sunday mornings they have an open air market um, where they sell fresh cheeses, fresh meats, jams, jellies, nuts, uh, fresh produce, bread, tarts. The 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 produce yesterday was the freshest produce. Everything from strawberries to uh, broccoli. It's this. It was. Freshest produce I've seen since we got here. Have I'm, you ever seen strawberries that are that big? No, you you could you could uh, you could give one to Tom Brady, and <laughs> and he could uh, thread the needle. They're, they're huge. They're massively huge. Yeah, and they're they're fresh in season. Oh, yeah. And what else is in season right now? That's right, asparagus, asparagus, mm. and we love the asparagus, especially in soup, and it's just amazing this time of year. Yeah, and here I think the white asparagus is more popular than the green. Well, we'll have to try that. We haven't tried that yet, have we? No, no. I'll pick some up this I'm week. I'm willing to try that. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I will, does it taste the same? Does it make your pee smell? Probably. <laughs> That's what I want to know. <gasps> yeah, but it's it's a lovely little village, and we like to go eat at um, uh, Le Café du Centre, mm-hmm. and it's a, a wonderful um, restaurant, fresh food. Uh, the chef is Australian, and he now has become part of the French community, and um, his food is always delicious. Well, the thing is, though, he speaks perfect French, so he mm-hmm. he must have been here for a while. And wasn't it interesting? There seems to be uh, quite an English community there that uh, he caters to, and I'm not sure if it's the food choice, even though, yeah, because, you know, they, they always have fish and chips, and they always have roast beef and that kind of thing. Or whether they live in the area. But how many ta- – the place was jammed yesterday. And there were only two French-speaking tables. tables. Yeah. The rest were all um, British. Yeah. And us. And us. Yeah. It was very interesting. And, and you know, she, I don't know, but I'm not sure if that's his wife there, who, where she is just the sweetest person. And she's the, the server. Um, and I'm not sure if, if it's his wife or not. But I wonder, does she speak a lick of English? And yet, most of the clientele there are English. I think she must know the basics. I think those people who come in there are are expats who speak French and know that they have to speak French. That's what I think. Oh, could be. You know? Could be. You know what? An, another cute thing about that restaurant is they have a little fuzzy puppy. Yeah. Well, they have a a cat inside the restaurant. I think the cat's a little shy when there are multiple tables, Mm -hmm. but they have a little puppy who roams around and he is just the sweetest. Yeah. uh, Oh, her. Her name is Maddie. Maddie. And she has a mohawk. Yeah, she's <laughs> and she she dutifully goes to every table to to yeah. go say hi. She's a greeter. Yeah, she yeah, is. She's a really uh, sweet little dog. Whoa, little little scrappy face. I like yeah. that. Adorable. Yeah, little scrappy face. Something I noticed here, and I, I'm just going to pose this question to you, Julie, before we get to our uh, our guests, our first guests. I know, exciting. I know that was exciting, um, but I have taken notice that. People don't repair their cars here from dents. They just, oh, well. I I think they don't bother because they know they're going to get dented again. 
But that is a like there's defeatist. a lot of multi there's a lot of multi dented cars. But here's the thing, and and I mean, you're instantly thinking, well, they must really be bad drivers. They're not bad drivers. They're amazing drivers here. I love the way they drive in France. Uh, I would say they're probably caused by the narrow parking spots. Well, not some of these dents. Or, or you know how they have, um, especially in 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 the villages, they've got metal posts. Yeah, they do look like they've been, but it's like. It looks so. It's it's. I'm going to try and get some photos of some. It's like you can hear your door scraping alongside a post, and you keep going. That's what these like. They're three feet long. Some of these dents. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, our cars are pristine, and I don't want to. I come wood. I I don't want to get them all <laughs> dented up. But I'm starting to wonder if they even have body shops here. Because that's a good question. Well, they do, obviously, but no, nobody seems to use them. Maybe they're prohibitive in price, but... It could be. It could be. And, and you know, also, uh, many of them are of a certain age. It's it's not like they're brand new. I think the newer cars seem to be less dented. That's true. Well... So, yeah. what do you what do you call those cars? They're beaters, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe they're beaters. I don't know. But it's just very odd. Like, I've, it's, it's a noticeable amount compared to, to Canada. Like, a noticeable amount of cars are dented here. Like big dance, and you know, moldings ripped off, yeah. and that that kind of stuff. Yep. When we were driving back from villeneuve sur we we counted like nine out of ten cars had at least a dent. Yeah, something like, and, and this is you know driving at eighty kilometers an hour. Oh, there's a large dent. Oh, there's another one. Mm -hmm. And you're right; they're usually on the sides. That's yep. right. They're usually. I don't know. It's just it's the oddest. It's the oddest thing. Anyway. But, uh, well, this brings me to the French phrase of the day. The dented cars? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So it's a, it's a longer one than usual. Oh, go, yeah, because I was doing so well with the short ones. Okay. I don't think I've got one yet. Uh, well, you're, you're, you're going to get parts of this. Okay. Okay. So here, here it goes. On appelle une voiture d'occasion, une voiture dans toutes les pièces Font du bruit, sauf le klaxon. Oh, my God. oh your, your face just dropped. <laughs> well, it just kept going. Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't know you were doing the Gettysburg Address here. <laughs> um, well, let's just do it again, please. On appelle. So, uh, we, we call. Yes. Une voiture. We call one car. D'occasion. For an occasion. No. Voiture d'occasion is used car. Oh, oh, really? Mm -hmm. On appelle une voiture d'occasion une voiture dont toutes les pièces font du bruit, sauf le klaxon. Something about uh, uh, noise? Yes. And I don't know what klaxon is. It's a... a, a Honk? Yeah. Horn? Okay. Horn. What, yeah. What, okay, so, you know, I... You got bits. I, I predicted you would my... get bits. Oh, yeah, I got bits. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All so, right. on appelle une voiture d'occasion une voiture dont toutes les pièces font du bruit, sauf le klaxon. Oh, that, and the sauf is except. That's right. So, we call a used car a car where all its parts make noise except for the horn. <laughs> that is outstanding. <laughs> 
I thought you'd like that. One more time quickly, okay. Julie, please. On appelle une voiture d'occasion une voiture dont toutes les pièces font du bruit, sauf le klaxon. <laughs> that is that perfectly describes some of these hell boxes that are rolling down the road here in France. And I mean, they're dented from stem to gudgeon <laughs> and they make a racket and it's probably a, the horn doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, but they're allowed to be on the road. Oh yeah, they're allowed to be on mm -hmm. the road, but not your t But we're done with the TT. I know. We're done with we're the We're so TT. done. All right. Hey, you know what else is funny about this place? Okay, no, they don't have raccoons. Nope. No, they don't have possums or coyotes or what was the other one? Skunks. Yep. Don't have any of those animals here. But they got moles from, they got moles for miles is what they've got here. <laughs> it's mole central here. Like, I'm thinking of setting up a live whack-a-mole booth. <laughs> no. No, well, I'm telling cruel. you. No, I don't want to be cruel, but our lawn looks like little, uh, looks like a minefield right now. It's true. It's and true. I'm definitely going to include, a, a, I've, I've been taking pictures of, lawns in the area with mole activity and you can see like you can see the hills grow it's gross like if you stand over it you can see it bubble up and so you know they're digging down there they're well there's just... no there's no hard frost here so they're just trying to find a home oh man they, and they renovate like like we 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 start they started with a small house in our lawn. Mm -hmm. They and, upgraded, and they've renovated. They've got outbuildings now. They've probably got a place for the cars. There's an addition. There's an yeah. They've done a new addition in there. One of them has a TV room. They are hmm. living the life in our lawn. Those moles, they're <laughs> everywhere here. And I'm talking hills that are, some of them are are two inches apart. Some of them are two feet apart. But they're everywhere. And when I have to, when I cut the grass, I actually have to go kick the hills down so that my blades don't get all dulled in their handiwork. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's a problem. And uh, uh, would you say our dogs are curious yeah, about well, the moles? And and if see, here's the problem. Um, and and we say to the dogs, no diggities, no diggities here because they bring their 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 business all into the house. But when they're out there and they see what I see, which is the hill growing and bubbling and the dirt coming up, well, they start digging. Mm -hmm. And they go to town, those dogs. And mm -hmm. they make, uh, see, it's now it's a double thing. Because yes. they make more of a mess. Oh, yeah. Than, than the moles ever did. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, up to their... And they never, they don't catch anything. They're so goofy, those dogs. I think maybe Anna caught one. Once. She caught a gecko once. I see. But I don't know if she caught a, a mole. In any case, it's a problem. But on the list of world problems? No, no, I know. But, well, none of our problems are on a list of world problems. I'm just saying yeah. that you won't see, you know, coyotes and all those other things. But uh, you'll have your fill of moles. They're, they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. The moles are everywhere. Harmless, though. Yeah, well, they're not harmful. They're not harmless to the... I've given up on grass anyway. I've just given up on grass, so full of weeds. and well, It's just a competitive and, uh, perennial anyway. I know. It doesn't matter. Okay. I don't care. But right. it's just, you know, it's just not a pleasing look to see a bunch of gurgling moles. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? We got the place looking spanky. We got rid of all the moles, the mole hills. Yeah. And cleaned the house and got everything ready, stocked the fridge because... Back in October of 2021, we were getting ready to have our first guests. Yes, that's the timeline we're on right now. We've, From when we started here, we're now at the very front part of October of 2021, and Julie's cousins showed up. Cousins. Yes, 
um, my cousin Renee and her husband, Danielle. Um, you might remember that Danielle was the one that, who traveled with us, with us when we were actually scouting out this area and looking at, at potential properties. So it was going to be his first time coming back to the, pro- the property after the renovation. Yeah, that's right. We're excited about that. But think about it. We were here for over, or no, it was almost a, to the day, a year uh, before we had any company whatsoever from Canada. And they kind of slipped in in a bit of a COVID low. Between, and then it, yeah, between the two waves. Yeah, between the two waves. Um, you know, we, uh, my cousin is, is um, a, a very, very bright woman, just a little bit older than I am. Um, and she... You had to put that in there, I didn't did. you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, she and her husband have been married for a long time, and they're a great couple. And they they kind of like doing the same things that we do. So when we started planning the agenda, uh, we thought, okay, um, where can we take them where they, they would have fun and would appreciate it? So the, the first restaurant we took them to, correct me if I'm wrong, was... Um, Oat. No, no, I think it... No, it was a dinner... Because they arrived midday, you picked them up in, to, in Toulouse. Oh, did we go to Stelsia that day? That night we went to. It was night. Yeah, we went uh-huh. to the Stelsia. Yeah, it's it's uh, in a, a nearby uh, village called Saint Sylvestre. Saint Sylvestre sur Lot. Sur Lot, and uh, this place is so cool. And by the way, we got great weather. Like that was another thing. It was mm-hmm. summer like weather. It was great. Because the next day we went to another restaurant. We were outside, and it was just fantastic. But yeah, Stelsia is owned by uh, the guy who runs. The, it's called Gifi, G-I-F-I, and it's a massive store in France. And what kind of stuff do they sell? Uh, you know. Homewares like and what, stuff. What, you know what? It's like it's like a, a, a more upscale Dollarama is what I would think. Yeah. Or maybe a, a marriage between Dollarama and Walmart. So they sell they sell linens, they sell cushions, they sell glasses, they sell they sell product, beauty products. And it's they not sell, all made in China. Not all. No. Not all. A lot of it is. A lot though. of it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this guy's made his fortune. He's also given a lot back, apparently. And this hotel that he and so Gifi is known for its colors. Like their their branding is many many colors, like a rainbow of colors, it's right? Very colorful. And so is this hotel, even though it's it's an ancient hotel. It's beautiful. It's an old chateau. Yeah, it's an old chateau. But he's got it all purple, pink, lime green, all the but. And you think, as I'm describing this, oh, that's hideous. It's not. It's fun. Oh, and he's got topiaries everywhere. Yeah. The landscape is beautiful. They've got the coolest little lawnmowers. Oh, yeah. They're lawnmowers. You're like, jealous of those lawnmowers. Yeah. It's like uh, the, what do you call the robots? The robots. They're like the- No, no. Like the, the, um, the vacuum cleaners. The, the Roomba? Roomba. It's just like a Roomba, a little bigger, but they just go. Now, you know, the downside is he's taking landscaping jobs so from people. And I don't know. I, I But whatever. These things uh, roam around all by themselves. They have their little docking station where they charge, and then they go back mm-hmm. out there and cut the grass. And yep, and, and they also have a, a mini golf there. Oh, the they've mini golf a, is huge. <laughs> they've got an outdoor kind of cafe, um, so it, it's it's a a really fun place to go to. And the food is is very very good, and it's very consistent. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, all... we went there first. Yeah. The next day we went to another local place uh, in Pendagenet and it's called Hauteville. What is it called? Hauteville. Yeah. Hauteville. It's it's like a, a, a small hotel with uh, the best, the best without question in the area, the best patio because it looks out 
The view is just spectacular. Yeah, you you feel like you're uh, in in Italy. Like mm-hmm. it's it's gorgeous. You've got beautiful cypresses, and you've got the view of the valley forever and ever. Um, and it was a bright, sunny day. Yeah. It was just, it was magnificent. We really enjoyed that. And then they, they were only here for a couple of days, right? Mm-hmm. Two or three days. So then we we wanted to plan uh, a little excursion. And it's funny because uh, my mom's here and my sister uh, and, and her husband right now. And so we did this again mm-hmm. uh, the other day. But it's just such a great place. We went off to uh, Bergerac and to, to a wine tasting first. Right. Uh, I think it's called La Desvigne, and it's a, 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 a young couple that, that um, run it. They're, they're fourth-generation vintners, um, and we went there with Renee and Danielle, and we did did a wine tasting at 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, but you can spit it out. You can spit it out. Um, and Yeah, as, as, uh, as my brother-in-law Tom said, that's not in my DNA. <laughs> <laughs> And so we we proceeded to um, sample their wines, and they were so delicious. Yeah, we bought a bunch on the this last trip too. And Bergerac is a very underrated wine region, I think, and it's because it's probably so close to Bordeaux, which gets all the fanfare. But but Bergerac is is uh, very um, produces some very good wines. And uh, the the town itself, or the city, or whatever you call, it, is just. So much fun and just beautiful, so historic. Um, you want to try and get there during like April, April, early May, great time to travel to a place like Bergerac because it's before all of the tourists get there. It gets really knotted up with tourists between, I'm going to say, June and mm-hmm. September. Yep. Um, so after after the wine tasting, we, we had booked a restaurant. We had a great meal. And after that, we uh, m- my cousin and I went shopping. And it was one of the first uh, in-person, no, in-person shopping experience that I'd had since COVID. And Danielle and I went drinking because <laughs> that's what men do when women shop. So, yes. Yeah, so, and, and Renee found some really cute things and, and had, you know, some some uh, items to bring back home. And mm-hmm. that was that was lovely. And we finished that up and then uh, came back home. Yeah. No, it was really great. Uh, and it was just for for us it was just so nice to to see some people and a, this is all covid related all of it you know we we do have a long list of people who are seriously making plans to come here mm-hmm. over the next year or two yes uh but again you know it's this it's 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 all covid uh related in terms of booking and 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 the big fear right now is not so much getting out of canada but Nobody wants to get caught outside of Canada not being able to get in. I I think I don't know. I don't think it's I don't think it's going to get crazy right now. Well, uh, in present day, you no longer have to uh, provide um, a negative COVID test to go so back fa- to Canada. So far, but at the time Renee and Danielle were here in October, you did. Mm-hmm. And do you remember it was difficult to find a place that was actually open oh, yeah. because they had to figure out again that seventy-two hour window, mm-hmm. and they weren't um, doing any testing in the airport on on the weekends. Actually, we were dropping them off at Toulouse, which is the most accessible uh, year-round airport for here. And we did it on the we found Renee found a place on the way to Toulouse, correct? Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's where they did their tests. 
So all all that got done. It was a bit dramatic, you know, because we didn't we didn't know where we were going. It was a weekend too, which made it. That's what made it difficult, I believe, to find very limited. Yeah. Um, in terms of appointments that are available on the weekend. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we don't have to go through that again. Fortunately, right now. Uh, when my mom and sister and everybody returns, they don't have to go through all this. As you mentioned, there's no test protocols going on. So that makes their return a little bit easier for sure. Yeah. Well, they are welcome anytime. We had so much fun. Yeah. It's so nice to spend time with them. Yeah. Well, and and uh, having family here, you know, I mean, they see all the photos and everything. And every, you know, one of the things that, that people say, and it's really kind of unfortunate that even as as great a camera as as you'll see in a in a Samsung or an iPhone, it just doesn't capture the depth of these valleys that are here. We take we've taken pictures of lots of places, and it's it's so beautiful in person. And that's what everybody says to a person. They go, "Holy cow! Those pictures you sent of the valley, it doesn't even compare to being here in person." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, uh, but but you know that's all we have, so we we send them, and it was great to have people come here and see it for yeah. the first time. I can I I, I have uh, lots of time for those two. Yeah yeah no absolutely. Well, that was uh, that was a wonderful uh, moment here uh, because that's the, that's the whole idea. You know, you move here and you really want to share it with people. I mean, at least we do, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're we're very anxious to uh, start hosting through the summer. I'm hoping. I, yeah, I think there are a couple of people that are seriously considering. Chomp, chomping at the bit to, mm-hmm. get, to get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our next chapter, we will visit one of the 50 most beautiful villages in France. When you come to France, you must visit Saint-Cirque-la-Popie. Unbelievable. And here's another case of this is just on the cliffs. And to take a picture down into the valley, it just doesn't do it justice. But we will definitely be including some photos of Saint-Cirque-la-Popie in... Saint-Cirque-la-Popie. That's what I said. Yeah, you in, put a in there. Yeah, I did not. Yeah. I, I don't remember that at all. Mm. There's no need to There's no need to point that out. Um, and, you know, what? the other thing we, d- we will talk about, because it's in the chronology in our timeline, is last, well, November. November. Of 2021. Yep. We went to Saint-Emilion. Yes. And... There was, I, I know I've posted some St. Emilian stuff, but we've got so much more. And our logo is from that trip. Our logo that says Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. That is a photo from St. Emilian. So we'll also be talking about that on next week's show. A bientôt. Au revoir.